Welcome to Dementia Resilience with Jill Lorenz, a candid conversation as we learn about types of dementias, such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, frontal temporal, and Lewy body, and the effects on the people we love. Jill's years of dedication and experience help you adapt, overcome obstacles, and find positive outcomes. It's time for Dementia Resilience with Jill Lorenz. Hey, Caregiver Nation. Really glad to be with all of you today. The new year's starting off really, really good. I'm so happy. We've had a month of the COVID vaccinations getting out there to first responders. Things are looking up. I think uh, in the United States anyway, things are much happier. We've got a new president coming in 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 about a week and um, a lot of things are making people happy or making them sad, but I think things are looking up for the better. But today, I'm going to have a little bit of a shorter show, maybe about a half hour, give or take. But I thought, you know, this is a great time to talk about, you know, some really specific things that you can do for activities, positive engagement with your people with Alzheimer's and various dementias. And, you know, one of the things that is important is taking a supportive, flexible approach to how you are working an activity. If the person resists the activity, take a break. We've talked about that before. Try again later. Um, Ask your loved one how the activity can be changed to make it more enjoyable for them. Uh, Concentrate on the process of the activity, not the the length of it or how well they are doing the activity, that doesn't really matter. Um, even if you never get like a puzzle together or or uh, they can't follow the directions as well as you would like, let it go. Let it go. We're not looking for perfection here. What matters is that your loved one uh, enjoys the time spent with you on the project and that it feels useful and that we are doing the best thing we can to create meaningful activities, all right? Because, I mean, I, I just think that's really, really important. And the whole reason why is because keeping people active in activities is really... It, 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 if you get their hobbies and interests that gave them pleasure in the past and you can get them to work now, it's important because after an Alzheimer's diagnosis... Those activities help so much in stirring memories for that person, going down memory lane, you know, fostering emotional connections with you and with other people that are participating. It encourages them to have self-expression and self-enlightenment. I think that's really important that they feel good about sitting there with you and trying to do something that is maybe a little more complex than they are used to. Uh, It lessens anxiety and irritability that the disease itself can bring on. So why not? Let's do some fun things. And it makes that person with Alzheimer's or whatever whatever dementia you're dealing with feel more engaged with life. And, and that is super, super, super important. So, you know, why, why is it important? Well, about 50 to 80% of, of dementia cases, the memory loss Uh, starts in the mild and early stages, and it gets worse over time, right? We all know that. But it can also restrict a person's ability to carry on a conversation or even respond to people in their surroundings. And we want to see if we can curb that. We want to see if we can do some things that make 
make it easier for them to communicate and have fun with us and be able to put some of the anxiety of having that uh, disease and the memory loss in the back of their minds, not in the forefront. All right, so I came up with 150 ways to engage someone with Alzheimer's or various dementias. And I give this out to people that attend my classes. And if you email me, I will be happy to send it to you. I have them literally listed out. But I'm going to just kind of run down this list and see if anything sounds interesting to you. If that's if it's something you want to do, keep the engagement simple. Keep the whole activity easy, 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 so that they don't get upset or anxious or feel like they're a failure because, one more time, it's not whether or not they complete the activity, it's whether or not we can get them engaged. So I'm just going to kind of run down the list. I don't have to number them. I'm just going to give them to you. So I am a huge fan of music. If you listened to my show last month, you heard that my husband and I played Christmas music and that... um, I ran through the songs and told you what they were all about and that I'd made that CD for my mom. But music is a medium that really engages everyone. I hope I never meet a person that music doesn't touch their soul. I mean, there's a song, there's something somewhere that reminds you of someone or you just, it makes you want to move, it makes you want to dance, it makes you want to engage in some way. I I just, I think music is wonderful. Just listen to it, turn it up loud, uh, cook to it, bake to it, dance to it, whatever you need. Cool? Love that. Now, this is something I did with my mom. I would get a bag of cotton balls and we would have an indoor snowball fight. I mean, that is so easy to do. It's totally fun. You just grab them and you, a bag and you start throwing one at them and you give them their own bag and open it up and tell them to throw one at you. And before you know it, you're laughing like little kids. It's totally, totally fun. Color pictures. You can buy adult coloring books. You can buy coloring books for people with Alzheimer's and various memory loss. They don't have to be kids' uh, books or color, you know, coloring books and things like that. You can use colored pencils. You can use crayons. You can use markers. Super easy. How about making homemade lemonade? Squeezing up some lemons, you know, uh, adding a little honey or sugar or something like that. It's a simple, simple activity, and it tastes good when you're all done. You can count trading cards. If it's a man, especially if they ever saved uh, baseball cards or, you know, things like that, those are really uh, valuable these days. So if you can pull those things out, you can you can have a good time with going back through some of the old players, Pee Wee Reese, Babe Ruth, you know, Joe DiMaggio, stuff like that. That can create a good conversation about days gone by. And that's not just for men. I'm a huge sports fan and have been watching a Ken Burns special on baseball for the last several weeks. It's about a 20-part episode, <laughs> and I absolutely love it. Anyway, all right, what else? You can grab a local paper and clip coupons. That's 
that's an activity of days of old. I don't think a lot of people clip coupons anymore, but it could be kind of fun just to clip them. Even if it's just that little package that comes in the mail, it's blue and it's got all the different businesses around you and it's got a bunch of coupons in there. You can go through and see which ones you like. How about pulling out some poker chips? Maybe playing some poker or just... Uh, playing some kind of a game with it. Make your own tic-tac-toe game with it. That'd be super easy. Um, reading books or short stories out loud. Love that. A lot of people with Alzheimer's, again, various dementias, Parkinson's disease, whatever, they lose the ability to read. And for people who really love that, um, reading stories to them or using audiobooks, things like that, Super, super helpful. Um, how about going outside and raking? Um, you know, it's January, depending on where you live. You can uh, go out and rake the yard, prepare your soil for, you know, the spring coming up, cut your plants back, whatever you need to do. Um, or keep that on, on the back burner for maybe the spring or the fall. Stringing beads or even... Um, like cereal. That's pretty fun. You can make a bracelet or a necklace with beads or cereal. That's fun. I just bake cookies and I brought Brian, my engineer, some cookies today and some homemade fudge, which I hope he's eating right now. <laughs> so those kind of things are fun. Making things from scratch. Why not? Cool. Too much fun. Um, how about taking photos and then printing them out and making a collage, talking about maybe where that person grew up or or where uh, they've gone on vacations and things like that. Participate in a memory walk. They all start somewhere in the spring. So start maybe thinking of ways that you can uh, create, you know, fundraising dollars and things like that for the Alzheimer's Association and be in the memory walk. How about brushing or combing the other person's hair, styling their hair, doing something fun, um, wiping off a table or dusting other furniture, trophies, picture frames, things like that. You can, you can get a lot of that done. All these things, they don't, it doesn't have to be per se a really cool activity. It could be just getting something done around the house that you can engage them on and, and uh, keep working with them. Um, let's see. How about planting seeds indoors or outdoors? A friend of mine for Christmas gave me some seeds for marigolds that I'm going to put along my driveway sometime soon this year. That can be super fun. Um, I didn't mean to get away from it when I was talking about uh, family photographs, but how about looking at a photo album or something of that nature? That could just be an absolute hoot. I, I think going down memory lane, anytime you can do something like that, is super, super important. So, other things you can do. Let's see. How about weeding a flower bed? Again, keep these things in mind for the upcoming spring and stuff like that, but it's only a couple months off. You can write a few of these things down and have a little fun with it. Um, get ready to, to plant things for a vegetable garden and all that you will need for the soil and, and things. Here's a simple one. Folding laundry. Just folding laundry. I've talked many times about how I would fold laundry with my mom and 
really help her to watch my cueing skills from a visual standpoint and never telling her, you know, uh, here, mom, fold this. I just hand it to her and then have her follow me. Those are easy things to do. And it's something, especially for women that, um, they're used to doing. So it would bring back memories and muscle memory. Have a friend visit with a pet, but make sure that it's clean. We don't want any dirty dogs or cats coming around to visit. They smell and that leaves your hands smelling bad. So always, if you're going to visit with a pet, make sure you bring over a clean pet. (laughs) Um, With all your Christmas cards that you got, you can cut pictures out of the greeting cards, things that you like, and maybe put them on a collage or turn them into, cut the front page off and turn them into cards that you could send to that person's family members throughout the year with just some nice uh, letters written on them or something like that on the back. That could be really cool. Um, Playing dominoes. For Christmas, I uh, got my uh, grandson one of these domino trains that drops the dominoes all in a line and then it when it gets done it not it has a lever that uh clicks it and then it knocks all the dominoes over <laughs> that's totally fun you don't have to play the actual game of dominoes you just um you maybe just line them up and knock them down that's more fun than anything i think i i always love that um ask their person Ask the person about their favorite books or their cartoon character. Who, who did they like? Bugs Bunny? Mickey Mouse? Um, Tweety Bird? Who did they like? Have some conversations about maybe some shows that they watched when they were kids. We all know that people go back in time, so it's a good way to engage them where they are. You could create a life storybook or a pictorial history of their life in chronicle order. So you can do that either uh, just on a board, like a storyboard. You can get a big piece of, um, it's not cardboard, but it's a big white sheet of paper. You can get it from your local grocery store. That's usually, it's about the size of two posters um, put together as one. And you can put pictures of their life in this storyboard. Better yet, use, um, oh, what's that? Shutterfly. Shutterfly is a great way to put pictures in a program and make a book form of their life or with people that they know. That would be totally cool. Um, back to baking. Why don't you bake some homemade bread? I heard on Good Morning America the other day that more people are baking bread than ever before. <laughs> Stores are sold out of yeast. I think that's pretty funny. I've never actually made homemade bread, but that's one I think I'm going to try. Um, How about sorting objects by shape, color, texture, size, whatever you want? I did that with my mom. I would get paper clips of all different sizes and colors. And when I was fixing her lunch, if she was anxious, I would just put them all in front of her and watch her just sort them. She would sort them into size. She would sort them by color. It was just amazing, even when she was in late stage. How about just singing old songs? I guess I should have put this list in order, but that's okay. Uh, I love to sing, so singing old songs. I haven't met a person yet that is over the age of 60 that doesn't love You Are My Sunshine. 
kids and older people love that song. So in Disney, Disney songs, uh, people remember Disney songs forever and ever. Amen. Right. How about inviting the person to tell you more about some memory that they have that they talk about a lot? Just tell me more. Tell me more. Create a reminiscent basket or a collection of items that evoke magical memories. So what could you put in there? Maybe a slinky, maybe a watch, a picture, uh, some object from their childhood. I have a, a little tiny stuffed animal. It's only about six inches tall, but my dad and mom gave it to me when I got my tonsils out when I was seven. And I still have not one, but two of those. If somebody were to put those in a basket for me, a reminiscent basket or something, that would be so awesome. (laughs) So those are some things that you can do. Um, You can have them help you unload the dishes, put silverware away, um, set the table for dinner, things like that. Um, How about talking about their grandparents? What was it like when they were kids? What were, what was the best thing that they loved about their grandparent or they remember about one of their grandparents? Maybe it's their hard work. Maybe it's some old sayings that they gave them, you know, just things like that. So try and think about stuff like that. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up. Make some Valentines and send them to families that are out of state, family members. I think that is so much fun. And if that if you can get that person to even try to sign their name um, and you could write on there, uh, mom tried to sign her name or something like that. Oh, my God. That is such a heartfelt, sweet thing to do for family members that can't be there. I think that would be like totally, totally cool. Um, I had said talk about their grandparents. How about asking them about their siblings? Who, who did they grow up with? Who were, who, what was their favorite sibling? Were they close to their brothers and sisters? Things like that. Um, how about playing with old-fashioned toys like jacks or tops that you can spin? I mentioned slinkies a minute ago. Those kinds of things are fun and they're kind of cool. Um, how about making a scrapbook? Making a scrapbook of anything. Maybe... Uh, Things that they used to do, um, pictures of something like if you had a guy that was a baseball player or they uh, were a carpenter or something like that, you could cut out pictures of a hammer or a ruler or uh, the person playing baseball, a glove, a bat, things like that. Make a scrapbook of things that were important to them in their history and their hobbies. Take a walk around the yard or block. It doesn't have to be an actual activity. It's just getting them up and moving. Get them moving around. Um, While you're in the scrapbook mode, why don't you write a poem together? That could be fun. Reminisce about your first days of school when you were a kid. That's that's a, a lot of good memories right there. Who was their best friend? Who did they sit by? Did they ride the bus or did they walk? 
I'm telling you, <laughs> it's one of the funny things in life when uh, an older person will say, oh, you kids have it so easy today. I walk two miles to school in the rain and the snow and the sleet. <laughs> Everybody's got a story like that. So think about that. Um, how about making a fresh fruit salad? Just getting some strawberries and some berries, you know, raspberries, blueberries, apples and stuff like that, cutting them up and making a nice fruit salad. That'd be awesome. Um, how about sweeping the front walk or the garage? I just swept my garage the other day. Man, I was in need of that. It was a mess. I had leaves and everything else in there. Those are easy, easy things to do. Sweep a patio. Um, in in Denver, it's snowy in January. Let them get out there and shovel a little bit. Let them do some things that, that they can do. They don't have to do it well, but can make them feel like they have a job and they still have a purpose and that they are important. How about an afternoon tea party? Wouldn't that be fun? Some cookies and some tea, and especially after you've done all that, sweeping and shoveling and everything. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Living and working with Alzheimer's and other dementias can often be challenging. Summit Resilience Training provides education, utilizing non-medical approaches for those who work with our friends affected by dementia. Believing families still need one-on-one assistance, we provide classes which help them understand the diseases affecting their loved ones, offering strategies and techniques for success with activities of daily living and working with confusing behaviors. We offer in-home assessments to clarify symptoms of dementia diseases and help families work together to find moments of joy while living with memory loss and impairment. Education programs instilling person-centered care philosophies are offered for professional caregivers working in communities and homes, which can be customized for their staff. Training is also available for first responders, such as law enforcement, fire, and EMT personnel. We are passionate that people with dementias such as Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and others are approached with compassion and understanding, and those who work with them have all the tools they need for success. Call us at Summit Resilience Training, 303-420-6988 to schedule a class or in-home assessment. Visit our website at summitresiliencetraining.com for more information. Welcome back to Dementia Resilience with Jill Lorenz. All right. I'm talking today about let's shake the dust off. Let's start moving through January 2021. Let's put that stupid COVID virus behind us. Let's find some creative ways to spend time with our loved ones. And I've got a list of 150 activities. I'm not going through all of them today. Maybe I might. I I don't know if I have time, but I'm going to try and get through at least a bunch of them. So, There has been a show on the History Channel, if you get the History Channel. It's on the streaming apps and all those kind of things, um, about the great inventors, Edison, you know, those guys, um, creating creating electricity, the the men who made America, you know, from um, J.P. Morgan to the Rockefellers and stuff like that. Talk about great inventions. Who actually made the dishwasher? Who actually made a lawnmower? 
you know, you could have a great conversation about Henry Ford and how he created assembly lines and the eight-hour work days and stuff like that. Um, talking about things like that can bring back great memories for people. I get catalogs out the yin-yang because I buy stuff online. That's what happens. They get your name and they spread it to everybody. So maybe go through a department store catalog and look at clothing and see, wow, do you like that? Or would you have ever worn that? Or, you know, those kinds of things are fun. I like doing it just because I like shopping. But it could be interesting to somebody who maybe used to like fashion or bought a lot of things from magazines. Talk about those magazines. Montgomery Ward, Sears, J.C. Penney's. They used to send great big catalogs out, especially around Christmas time, so kids could pick what they want and tear the page out. <laughs> um, look at the map of the United States and identify places that you've both been. That can be totally fun. You could, um, you can buy those kind of maps. You can um, print them off. You could circle where you've been. Just have a little fun with it. Get some crayons out or something like that or a, a marker where they could just highlight where they've been. I think that'd be totally cool. How about um, making a family tree poster? Making your family tree, that's kind of fun. You can also go on Ancestry.com and go through those and then apply it to what you're building with that person just to make it an activity. Um, how about if the weather's nice or you are somewhere where it is warm, eating a picnic lunch outside? That could be fun. Um, I think you, that, I think that's fun anytime, actually. If you like being out in the snow, uh, you don't have to necessarily eat a picnic lunch, but you could take some hot chocolate or something like that and go sit out at a park for a little while. Um, especially if it's not too snowy. How about watering house plants just walking around and watering the plants super easy to do and ask them if they'll help you it would be such a nice way to get a task done with a little bit of help um playing horseshoes horseshoes is fun uh you can also play um cornhole i think that's a great idea no matter how you slice it because it works on their arms and their legs and it engages them to use those muscles that they maybe ordinarily wouldn't use and you and i would just think it's a game but for our folks with dementia it could really help them continue to use their muscles and uh, get that use going so that they don't end up with arthritis or stiffness. I think that is super, super important. Uh, dance the polka or the twist or anything like that. I talked about music off the top, so that's a good one. How about watching a TV show together? What kind of show do you like? Do you like Hallmark? Do you like Family Feud? Do you like The Price is Right? Um, do you like history movies or mysteries or, you know, something like that. American Pickers. I love watching that show. So just find some things that you like to watch together. Not everything has to be involved in, you know, some troubleshooting prospect or or putting pieces together of some puzzle figuratively or not. Uh, it could be something as easy as watching TV or listening to a podcast or something like that. 
Making homemade ice cream. I've done that with my grandkids. It's totally fun. Um, I talked earlier about places in the United States that you've been. How about talking about the presidents, naming the presidents? Um, Who was their favorite president? What do they remember about that president? That could bring up a whole lot of good memories. Reminisce about a favorite sports activity that that person enjoyed. Did they golf? Did they um, bowl? What kind of things did they used to do, and what was the highlight of their careers? Did they did they get a lot of strikes when they were bowlers? Did they play in the league? Just something like that. Boy, I could talk all day long about my Chicago Bulls back in the Jordan era. Uh, growing up in Illinois, I was a huge, huge, huge uh, Bulls fan. So, like I said, I could talk about that all day long. You bring that up to me, I could tell you you know, game five of championship number four. I I have all that stuff memorized. I I would be somebody's dream if I had Alzheimer's and you were talking to me about stuff like that. Um, How about writing a letter to a friend? Just writing a letter to a friend. Maybe you have to help them write it. Um, But communicating with somebody that they miss, that, that you discovered when you were looking at the photos and stuff like that. Um... Oh, I missed this one. Dressing in your favorite football or soccer team's colors. Okay, I confess on Sundays, I live in Denver, but the Chicago Bears are from my hometown and they started the NFL. And so I have great pride in that. (laughs) My whole city does. And even though the Bears have a tendency to lose a lot, every Sunday I wear my Bears jersey and I have some Bears earrings that I put on and I fly my Bears flag outside for better or worse. Um, this year wasn't a great year. We won, uh, lost the first game, won five straight and then lost the next six. So, well, that's kind of how it always goes. But um, I still cheer for my team and it's fun to wear my favorite uh, jersey. How about popping popcorn? Do it the old-fashioned way. Do it Do it on the stove. Um, do it, you know, instead of putting it in the microwave. I, I think that's fun. I do that with french fries. I actually cut my potatoes and I uh, put my french fries in a pan and I fry them. <laughs> so doing things like that can be crazy fun. Um, let's see. You could give them a manicure. Why not? Give them a hand massage. That could feel really, really good. Um, Maybe just give them a little neck massage or a back massage or something like that. I I think I personally would enjoy that kind of a lot. Um, Plant a tree. Plant a flower or something like that. That I really need to put these in order so I don't uh, skip all over the place. But I think doing things like that can be really fun, especially in the spring. How about finishing favorite sayings? Uh, old cliches, old um, sayings that people had. Um, maybe even looking up where they came from. Where did uh, Where did certain things come like uh, you're in like Flynn. That came from Errol Flynn, the actor. So learning where famous sayings came from and, and who they related to, 
That can be really, really a fun thing to do. Go to a local pond and feed the ducks. Feed them some bread. Feed them whatever you can feed them. Um, How about modeling with Play-Doh? That gives them something to do with their hands. It's very tactile. I think uh, it would help them with dexterity with their fingers. Huge, 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 huge. Putting a puzzle together. Another thing that is good for their hands and their dexterity and making sure that they're constantly moving and and doing the things that they need to do so they don't get stiff hands or arthritis in any way. Sanding some wood um, and maybe staining some wood and building something with it. Why not? How about back to maybe uh, the manicure, rubbing your hands with some sweet-smelling lotions and making your hands soft. I think women especially like things like that. Women would also like arranging flowers. Get some artificial flowers or some real flowers and put them in a in a vase and have a little bit of fun with rearranging them and making them look pretty. Uh, talk about famous people. Uh, who is the actor or actress of the day? Who was their favorite singer or crooner from back in the day? Was it Frank Sinatra, or was it Britney Spears, or was it Christina Aguilera? Who was it? Um, Recite favorite nursery rhymes like you do with kids. It's easy to do that. And talking about their childhood is always a good way to engage them in something that they're able to talk about as opposed to something that is new. Speaking of old memories, um, These are still current memories for many of us, including me, who had one today. But make peanut butter sandwiches. Why not? Cut up used paper and use it for scratch paper and and see if you can build something with the scratch paper. My granddaughter just got something like that for Christmas, and she absolutely loves it. And it's all these little slivers of paper that you have to put in uh, on the page and make some kind of an animal or decoration with it. Uh, get bubbles like you would blow for children. The the bubble um, jars where you pull the little wand out and you blow them. I'm telling you, people in mid and late stage Alzheimer's love this stuff. <laughs> they would absolutely love it. If you have a fish tank, let them take care of the fish tank. Pull the fish out, put it in some, put them in some lukewarm water while you clean the fish tank. Why not? Uh, Through the holidays, we baked cookies and decorated them. You can do cupcakes if you want to. How about just something simple like interviewing the person about their life, either using a video camera or an audio recorder? I'm a huge fan of that. I've talked at length about using uh, Dragon Nuance to get have them talk and have it type on a screen. But why not use your phone or some kind of a video recorder to to get some information down on their life. When we were little kids, we played hangman all the time. I think that would be totally fun. See if see if they would play a game of hangman with you. How about finger painting? The dirtier the better. When when you're a little kid, the messier the better. When you're a person with Alzheimer's, sometimes the messier the more fun it is. <laughs> um let's see. How about putting bird seed out for the birds. Why not? Certain times of year, you can decorate a pumpkin, 
a gourd, a pear, things like that, and set them outside. Reminisce about your favorite season. What did you used to do in the summers? What did you do in the falls? In the fall and stuff like that. Uh, what was your favorite time of year? What were some of the activities that you did? Ask them about their first job. What did they do for a living? Was it they were a paper boy or were they a salad girl at a restaurant or did they pick cotton? What did they do? Ask them to tell you about their first job. I love rolling yarn into a ball. You can have a conversation, talk about it, and then you get the skein and you undo the whole thing and you make a great big soft ball and then toss it back and forth to each other. I think that is a lot of fun. Um, tracing and cutting autumn leaves. When we were little kids, we would take autumn leaves that we would find on a walk and put them between two pieces of wax paper and then iron it. Did any of you do that? Oh my gosh, we used to do that all the time because in Illinois, the falls are so beautiful. And um, then you can take those out and they're flattened and you can put them on uh, some paper or some design and then frame it. Oh my gosh, I think that would be fun, fun, fun. How about cooking a favorite family recipe together? I love making homemade lasagna. I roll out my dough. I do the whole nine yards. I love stuff like that. I prefer actually cooking from scratch. I do that a lot, and I think I got that from my mom and my grandmother. So those kinds of things can be just crazy, crazy, crazy fun. Gather some art supplies and then decide what you're going to do. Why not? Right? Um, it, the more you pull together, you can say, well, with this, we could do this. And with that, we could do that. Make it fun. Uh, bounce or throw a ball with them. I talked about the yarn, but I mean a real ball, like a soft rubber ball or something like that. Um, use sewing cards. Use sewing cards with the person. Those are really fun. And it, once again, it's that goes back to that dexterity use with their hands and their fingers, uh, you can get those generally at a Michael's or something like that. A Michael's or a Hobby Lobby if you want to try those. You can also make frames out of popsicle sticks. Um, we used to do that when you were in grade school, right? Uh, kids probably still do that around kindergarten and first grade. And then with those frames, you could put that uh, pretty leaf that you just flattened with the iron why not? And make a make something, and those could be Christmas presents you can make throughout the year. So at the end of the year, you have something for that person to give away. I think that'd be really cool. Painting a picture, you know, along the same lines. Um, keeping a journal with that person. Write down what happens during the day. What was funny? What was what was not funny? What was serious? What was a good memory that they brought up? Those kinds of things can be crazy, crazy fun. Um, play cards with them. Just play a game of cards with them. I think that uh, my mom loved that more than anything else. Ask them about their heroes. Who are their heroes back in the day? Who were people that really meant something to them? Or their favorite pets? Their first car? Their wedding day? Ask about things like that. 
See what information you can glean from them that maybe could tell you a little bit more about their life and put it all down in that journal. That's a great way to share that information about that person when we think all is lost and we don't have much time left to ask them questions about their life, right? If it's nice weather, go out and wash windows together or play croquet, play bingo, take them to church, walk along the sidewalk and pick flowers, but not out of somebody's yard. <laughs> maybe, maybe um, just on a wild, uh, on a, on a walk somewhere, you know, here in Colorado, we have lots of paths we can go down um, that you could maybe grab some flowers and have a little, have a little fun with it. Go through a drive in an old neighborhood where they used to live, the area that they used to live in, go by their old house, have them talk about where they went to school and stuff like that, their best childhood memories. Those are totally, totally fun. Um, tell them some jokes. My mom loved jokes. Loved, loved, loved jokes. That could be really fun. And see if she, see if that person can remember any. If you've got any necklaces that are all knotted up, ladies, we all have this, right? At one time or another, you've got, you open a drawer and there's necklaces that are all tangled up. Sit there and try to get a few of them, you know, done. Grab that yarn again and do cat's cradle where you put your hand in it and stuff like that. That was totally fun when we were a kid. If it's a guy in the military, ask them how to salute. How did they salute? How did they shine their shoes? What was the proper way to make their bed? Engage them in things that, you know, bring back those memories for them. You can have a little bit of fun with horoscopes, you know, talking about horoscopes and what sign you have, you know, just stuff like that. How about lyrics to old songs? Um, what were some of their favorite lyrics? Sort some socks. Uh, play beanbag toss. I talked about that with the cornhole and stuff like that. Uh, talk about their first love. Just pull out these things that will help you know a little bit more about them and be able to be where they are because they go back in time. Recently, I had a person whose mom seemed uncomfortable in the room that she was in, in the memory unit that she was in. So I asked her daughter to help her mom decorate her room in more child in a more childlike theme and it was amazing the lady absolutely loved it absolutely loved it so those are easy easy things to do get an easel get a easel's uh painting you know get a painter's uh palette thing uh so they can hold paint and have them paint with watercolors I think those are amazing, amazing things to do. One of the biggest things that I really want you to think about is holding their hand, snuggling with them, and hugging them. It's a big deal when you do something that is intimate with that person. Stroke their hand or their face. Brush their hair. Be with them. That brings back so many memories of safety in their childhood. And uh, most people like hugs, not everybody, but most people like hugs. So let's employ many, many more of them. I have given you a zillion ideas today. I just wanted to be able to maybe 
help you to reconnect with your person, figure out ways that you can find games of old and little everyday things around your house that can help you connect with them and help them connect with you. That's all I got for today, friends. I told you it was going to be a little bit of a shorter show. I love you all. Thanks for listening. Email me at jill at summitresiliencetraining.com and tell me you want this list. I will be happy to send it to you. And I hope you all are having a fantastic and much better 2021. See you next week. You've been listening to Dementia Resilience with Jill Lorenz. To learn more about her resources, services, classes, or to book speaking engagements, visit Jill's website at summitresiliencetraining.com. A new podcast drops every Tuesday, so join us as we learn more about dementias, resilience, and overcoming obstacles to find a positive outcome. Dementia Resilience with Jill Lorenz can be found on your favorite podcast provider. Please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. Musical and technical support provided by Brian Hunter. See you next week.